welcome back to the podcast and thank you so, so much for all the amazing support. Um, so far I have just been so blown away by everyone, um, giving such nice comments and listening right away. It's just, it's so lovely, um, to feel so supported in this new project. I'm super stoked. Um, highlight for me is that I posted, uh, on social media, just announcing that I was, you know, creating this new podcast and I was really excited. And my grandma reached out and asked how to put, how to put on a podcast because she had never listened to one before. Um, and I just, it was so lovely. It was uh, so sweet. And, um, yeah, I just love the fact that not only can I talk to, um, the general everyone, <laughs> but also to people who I specifically know, and I can share a little bit more about my life. Um, And yeah, it just, it made me feel really, really loved and supported. So thank you, all of you, every single one of you who tuned in last episode. I felt a little bit bad actually in full transparency. I really thought it was going to take a lot longer for Spotify to publish the episode um, because other podcasts I've helped produce and host, um, it can take a while for the first one to get onto different platforms. And so I put out that first episode just as like an intro, see how long it took to get on um, the right apps. And then instead of me like having an actual episode out for people to listen to, uh, the first one just like went live right away. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm making the announcement. Um, so I had hoped to have more episodes up for you guys to listen to, um, in the same week, just so that it wasn't just an intro episode of me saying pretty much nothing, (laughs) but here is an actual episode that's going to be packed with lots of good stuff, lots of stories, lots of, um, hopefully some good education or insights, Um, and hopefully some entertainment, some time for us to just chat and, uh, yeah, a little bit more expansive than the last one, which (laughs) was again, me just pretty much saying like, here's what the podcast is going to be. So anyways, I do appreciate all love and support so, so much though. Um, and today, uh, we're going to be talking about, uh, something that I mentioned I'd probably do an episode about, and I figured it would be a good one to do right off the bat while everything is still relatively fresh in my mind, which is moving. So I lived in Victoria and then in general Vancouver Island um, on the west coast of Canada for my whole life. Um, I had lived in Victoria specifically in our house in um, the city there for two and a half years and then we moved to Calgary at uh, the, in the beginning of June this year. So we've been in Calgary in Alberta for what is that? Like almost two whole months now, which is so, so crazy. And I wanted to do this episode where I was going to kind of explain a little bit about like why we moved, what the moving process was like. There was some craziness wrapped up in it. Um, and then also more the insight and education piece is going to be talking a little bit about what it was like to move a business. So we, um, Oh, can you guys hear the sirens? There might be some sirens going on. We are definitely like in the city and there are sirens like every two seconds feels like, Um, but yeah, anyways, um, my apologies if you can't hear any of that. Um, but yeah, so just talking a little bit about, uh, what moving a business was like, I obviously, I work from home, I can work from anywhere. And so a lot of moving my business was kind of the back end stuff, which was really interesting and very different than like my partner Josh's experience, which was we moved here partly to help him find a new job. So it was just a bit of a different experience coming into a new city. Um, and I thought I'd share a little bit about what it was like to move a business, what was, uh, 
you know, things I didn't really see coming or I should have looked into earlier. Um, Because I think it's just one of those things I've never really heard a lot of people talk about from the freelance or contractor world or small business world. Um, And I thought it might be interesting to kind of share a little bit of the behind the scenes of what that looks like. So, but anyways, um, before we hop in, um, I'm just going to take a quick sip of my water. Hold on one second. Okay, I am back. Um, I have been trying to hydrate way more cause it's like super freaking hot here. Um, I know it's kind of hot everywhere right now, but here specifically, it feels like ridiculously warm. Um, but I did actually spend a little bit of time out in the sun this morning before it got like too crazy hot, um, out on our patio and it was really nice. Like the sun is really nice if you can get out before it starts like beating directly down. Um, I've taken to getting up and reading my book on our patio each morning, which has been super nice. I've been really trying to like do more of that because it's summertime and like you might as well enjoy it. Um, and I, I think I mentioned maybe last episode, I bought a Kindle, um, on prime day, which I was super excited about. Um, I always thought I would be like a really just all about paper, uh, book kind of person, but I have been loving the Kindle. It's just like super easy really um, handy, makes me read so much more. I'm actually, I'm reading a book right now called A Flicker in the Dark, um, which is like a pretty big book at the moment. It's a like thriller mystery, which I am very into, big mystery thriller reader for sure. Um, And it is really good. It's really, really interesting. So far I've like seen a a few of the twists coming, um, which I'm not sure if it's because I like read a lot of thrillers and mysteries or if they're trying to like push you in the wrong direction or something right now. Cause I, I'm only like 70% through. So there might be still like a big twist at the end. So we'll see. I'm reading it because the redheads book club podcast is reading it and doing a review of it in August. So I thought I would follow along. I very rarely do that. Um, but I thought I would. So if you're a mystery fan, I would recommend it's a very good book so far. Anyhow. Okay. Back to moving. So, uh, my whole family lives in, uh, I keep saying in Victoria, they don't all live in Victoria. They live on Vancouver Island, but, um, I lived in Victoria and lots of them do live there. So I always just reference that, but my family all lives on the Island and I had lived there my entire life and I really love the Island. Like, I just want to make sure that's super clear as we <laughs> dive in. Cause I'm going to be talking a lot about why we moved and that kind of thing. But I really love Vancouver Island. I think it's really beautiful. Um, I think I love that, you know, we have all our people there and, um, yeah, there's just a lot of amazing things about it. Um, <laughs> a couple highlights, uh, I'll talk about later things that I think, uh, Vancouver Island does a lot better than Calgary. <laughs> Because a few of them I think you might find funny. Um, But overall, I really liked it there. I think what drove us to make the move, though, there was like a few pretty big factors that were like, okay, this we're ready for a move. So number one, Josh and I have always really wanted to buy a house. And that's like been something that both of us have been really aligned on for a long time. And uh, eventually, before we're 30, you know, or, or hopefully relatively soon, Um, we would love to buy a home. And so there was always that kind of in the back of our mind. And then of course, um, when, you know, that big, uh, thing happened back in 2020 that kind of derailed everything, um, and was like a really rough, rough time for a couple years there. We, um, obviously put a lot of that on hold. Uh, we both like lost jobs respectively, kind of, I started doing more of my, um, freelance business at home. Uh, Josh got a job at, uh, golf course. 
um, which was good. And like all of that was fine. But Josh was really looking for like new job opportunities that were a little bit higher um, level in the sports management field that he has always wanted to work in. That's what his education is in and his background. Um, and as much as he really loved the people at the golf course, he was like, I really want to take on a new challenge and get a job that has a little bit more growth um, potential. Um, and I being someone who can work from anywhere, just with the business I had built over, uh, 2020 and 2021, I was like, okay, well moving is totally an option. And actually I would love like a new adventure, try out something new. Um, so there was like a couple things. It was like the new job opportunity was definitely, um, the Island was like not providing that in the sports area. It's a lot smaller, obviously than a big city like Calgary. So there was that. Um, and then, uh, so it was the job opportunity, the looking to buy a house and just how awful the housing market is in, (laughs) on Vancouver Island, specifically in Victoria. Um, and then also cost of living, um, being able to travel a little more easily was also kind of on our list. Um, and Calgary being like a pretty central airport, Victoria being definitely a harder place to go anywhere from just being an Island, you have to take a boat, um, or like a couple planes to get the same distance. Um, so yeah, there was just like a few of those basic things and we didn't have Calgary, um, in our minds the whole time. We had like kind of talked about some other places, more interior BC or even maybe further, um, further East, uh, or even down maybe to the States somewhere. And we were kind of thinking about all these different options. And then we went on a little trip, uh, August of last year and went on a little road trip and did a little bit of camping and visited a friend of mine who lives in Calgary and stayed with her for a couple of days. Sydney, thank you so much. That was so lovely. Um, and honestly, just wandering around Calgary for a few days, I was like, this is perfect. Like, this is kind of what we were looking for. Like it's lots of new things to do, lots of new adventure, lots of job opportunity, amazing housing prices in comparison to the West coast. Obviously there are places where they're even better, of course, but just for like what we were kind of thinking about, and it's also super close. Like if we want to go home to see our parents or grandparents or siblings or whatever, it's like really not that crazy compared to moving somewhere a little further away or harder to get to. Um, so yeah, it was just like, this really seems to make sense. I actually, I was walking through this cute little grocery store in Inglewood, which is this like really cute neighborhood, um, in Calgary. Uh, it's this like really cute little area. It's like very small. It has a couple breweries, like cute little shops. It's really nice. But I was walking through this grocery store (laughs) back in August last year. I was like, I could picture shopping at this grocery store. Like it is so cute. I love it. Um, I love that we walked here along the river, like there's lots to do. We can get to lots of other places from here. Um, we were scootering everywhere. Like it was just super fun. So I, I know this is so silly, but that grocery store, like really solidified my like picturing I could live somewhere. Um, so we talked about it for a little bit longer and then probably around like Christmas of that year, maybe a little bit into January, we had like pretty much decided we're like, okay, this feels like the move, um, we're going to make. It was definitely hard to tell certain people. My mom was really sad and um, like supportive. Everyone was super supportive and loving, but definitely there were some people who were really sad to hear that we were going to be going and that it was definitely a little further away than they had hoped. But um, overall, everyone was really supportive and it was great. And we started planning and doing some like thinking about how we were going to move there, when we were going to move there, all that. 
Um, and of course, uh, Josh would have to uh, quit his current job, find a new job there. We would have to find a place. We would have to pack up all our stuff. Like there's a lot of things. I've never done like a really big move like that on my own. The biggest move I've probably done besides that was when I'm my family moved from Victoria to Duncan, so like a couple hours up island when I was maybe 10, and we moved like our entire family, all our stuff, all our pets, everything. It was, that was a huge move. That was when my parents bought uh, their house. So that was definitely a really big move, but every other move I've done has been like kind of gradual um, or like kind of small, like I didn't have a ton of stuff and we had to buy things for the place or that kind of thing. So this was definitely my biggest move. It was also like the furthest away. Um, obviously. <laughs> so from Victoria, it's like a one and a half hour boat ride and then a 12 hour drive to get to Calgary. So it's like a pretty far distance when you're driving. Um, and we knew we would want to drive so that we could pack a moving truck with all our stuff and drive out here. We had to sell a car and all this kind of stuff. So it was a lot to think about. And we settled on doing it in like the spring. We were thinking maybe May. And then our friends got <laughs> engaged, I guess a while before that, but they settled on their wedding being at the end of May and we were in the wedding and we love them so much. And so of course we um, wanted to be here for the wedding. So we were like, it just makes the most sense to stay till after the wedding and then move right after that. That ended up being a lot <laughs> to have to be in a wedding one weekend and then like three days later to like literally move like so far, <laughs> just as far as packing and cleaning the place and all that, that I'll, I'll get into that in a second, but that was a lot, um, a lot more than we were anticipating. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So as I said, like lots of things led up to the decision of the move. And then over kind of the spring, we were like doing a lot of the planning. Um, as far as finding a place, like I've had quite a few people kind of ask what the journey was of, first of all, like why we were going to move, which I've already kind of got into. But then I've had a lot of people ask about like what the experience was of moving out here just with like finding a place. I know a lot of people struggle to find housing on more of the West Coast, just like more expensive cities, um, more expensive housing markets. Um, so a lot of people kind of look at um, Calgary or adjacent places with a little bit cheaper housing and cheaper cost of living um, and have been kind of asking me about it. So I thought I would expand on it a little bit, um, which is that it was harder to find a place that we wanted than I thought it would be, but if we just wanted to move like that, if that was the only goal was just like move out here and find somewhere, then it would have been easy. That's what I think. I think that we had some things that we had on our list that we were like, we really want it to be somewhere where we could sell one of our cars, like not have to have two vehicles. And so that means I would need to be able to walk a lot of the places throughout the day because Josh would likely have to drive to work. So we wanted somewhere like close to things. We wanted it somewhere like relatively close to walking areas. So the river path. So I wanted it like relatively close to that. Um, we wanted lots of light. We wanted it to be like a certain cost. Um, and if we wanted certain things included, like we really wanted heat and AC included and stuff. So it was just all these things that we really were looking for that if we had just been like, we just want to move and like we have a relative budget and we're just going to pick the place and call them and like get it all organized, we probably could have moved, like found a spot a lot faster, but um, we did end up finding somewhere. We had a couple close calls where I was like, I really love it. And we put in an application and stuff and it just, they, it went before our application could even be reviewed, which was a bummer for sure. So like it definitely wasn't like super, super easy in that way. We had like this one spot that I thought was just stunning and it was perfect. 
and we put in our thing and we were too late. It like was, it marked as um, rented like the next day or something, which was a bummer. But this place was the only place that we went super far in the application process. We like filled in this huge, huge application online. It was a a property management company. Um, And so this was like the only place that had that uh, where we went that far in it. And it was like we went through all these extra steps and credit checks and all this kind of stuff. And then we got it, which was awesome. We did a little tour on FaceTime, which was fine. Um, Is the place perfect? No. (laughs) Like, are there things that I would have maybe liked to know and maybe would have known if we had done an in-person tour? Of course. Like, our parking spot is at the very, very bottom of the entire parking area. Like, it's the very last spot. So I told a friend of that, a friend of mine that yesterday, and she was like, well, at least it sounds very secure. (laughs) Yeah, I guess that's one way to look at it. It takes someone like 25 minutes to walk down and steal our car. So there's that, I guess. (laughs) But yeah, it's just like it, there was a couple little things like that where obviously it's not ideal. Um, But overall, I would say that the um, looking at somewhere like virtually and kind of trusting that people are showing you everything and like explaining everything worked out pretty well for us, like worked out relatively well. I really like a lot of things about our place. I really like the price. It's only a few hundred dollars more than what we were paying at our last place, which was like a basement suite in um, pretty far away from the city, like 25 minutes uh, away from the city. Um, And we are now directly like right on the edge of the city, which I love. We can walk to everything. We have so much light. It's this like beautiful condo space. It's like stunning, Um, has this stunning view, patio, all these things. I love so much of it. Definitely just a few things that I didn't expect. Like our dishwasher, it's kind of a little bit finicky and our oven takes like forever to preheat. So it's just like little things that obviously if we had taken a closer look at it, been able to test some more things and stuff. Um, But honestly, we probably still would have taken it. And we talked about that a little bit. Um, Our shower broke the first night we were here. So that was lame. (laughs) So it's just little things that were like kind of annoying. But overall, um, I think that if you are thinking of moving somewhere and like doing that virtual moving thing where you're having to like view places ahead of time and stuff, I think as long as you work with like professionals, like a company and like ask some pretty good questions and get a video tour. And like, I, I asked them to show me things. Like I said, can we look in the fridge? Can we look in, like I asked to like look at specific things, um, And then I think you just have to kind of understand like any place you move in is going to have things that aren't the best. Um, Yeah. So that's definitely the lessons I learned was like, we probably still would have chosen this place, even if we knew about these kind of annoying little pieces. Um, And I probably should have just had that in my head before we moved anyway. So yeah. So overall, it was a pretty good experience. Like we we got a place that we really liked and um, has a parking spot included, has tons of the stuff included that we were hoping for, which is great. Um, we found it though, like a little later than I was expecting. People were asking like, Oh, do you guys have a place? Oh, does Josh have a job set up? And Josh did not have a job set up quite yet. And which we weren't really stressed about. We had a bit of savings and, um, he knew like, as soon as we got there and settled in, it was just going to be like, okay, put out all the applications. There was tons of opportunity that were kind of, um, on the horizon that we just hadn't like, uh, solidified yet. Uh, so that was good. But then people were like, do you have a place? We're like, no, not yet. And we're like moving in like three and a bit weeks. So that was a little crazy, but overall we made it work. We got a place, found it in May. Then, um, we booked our moving truck, everything great. Beginning of May. Okay. We have most things figured out. Awesome. 
Then um, we had to prep for this wedding that we were in that we were so stoked about. So like there was lots of that. We were packing. Josh was finishing up working. I was trying to get things finished up on my work side so that I could take a bit of time off to actually move. Um, And I tried my best to prep as much as possible in terms of the moving the business, which is I thought what I would touch on a little bit next, which is that um, as I was getting prepped to move, there were a couple things I did that I thought were really good um, from the business perspective, which is number one, I announced pretty early across all my social channels and like to my um, all the community and audience that I had that I was moving. And what this did was that anyone who wanted to like book a photo shoot, book a content session, like book a, an in-person anything, like I kind of said, like you have to book it in the next five weeks or six weeks, or maybe I even did it two months ahead of time. I'm trying to remember, but I did it pretty ahead of time. And I reminded people like every so often, um, just that they should book uh, for May right away if they wanted to get any of those things done, which was good because I got a few extra photo shoots in, which was great. Got to have a few final like in-person things with clients, which was awesome. Um, and I think that was a really good way to do it It was like announce pretty early, get all the in-person things kind of booked in for the month that was possible. Um, I also, uh, one other thing I did early was, um, start prepping to like change locations and stuff on my profiles. So change some of my locations to Calgary on like LinkedIn and Facebook and stuff like that so that people knew, um, where my like new location was going to be. And then also so that I started to gain some traction in those um, areas for more like online type uh, business opportunities. That was pretty good as well. Like I'm I'm glad I did that. Like I I made sure that that was a priority. Um, I also researched all the uh, research as much as I could. It's like hard to find the information, to be honest, about how to move a sole proprietor business, which is what my model is to a new city, like across provinces. So I looked up like what was needed, um, found a bit of of information and pretty much assessed, like I really need to do it all when I get there. So there wasn't a ton that I could do ahead of time. And looking back, there really wasn't, but I probably could have researched more. Like I think I did some like general research and kind of had an idea of what I needed to do, made a bit of a list. And then when we got here, I did a lot of the more in-depth research. Um, which was fine, but I do think that it was a lot more work than I was expecting getting, um, registered in the province as a business, like registering my business name, that I'm an active business in the province, um, licensing my business for the city. So I had to do some research into what kind of license I needed, that kind of thing. Um, and then being a little more clear again, like where my business was located. I didn't update some of my social profiles for a little bit later, like Instagram and stuff, And I still have not updated my website. So (laughs) that's a whole other story. But um, there was just a few things that I probably could have looked into a little bit more. Um, But overall, the biggest thing was I really wanted to make sure that the government and the city and everything all knew where I was. That's like how you're supposed to um, keep track of your business and where you're moving and all that kind of thing. So um, I made sure to change addresses and stuff as soon as I got here, Uh, like as soon as we had it confirmed and we were here and that's where people could get mailed to me. Um, So I'm really glad I did that as I checked off all the mailing stuff for the business uh, right away, um, changing addresses for that, and then looked into the registration and the licensing right away. So those are two things that I'm really, really glad I did right off the bat. Um, And even I probably could have done more research ahead of time to be even more on top of that. So that's that. Um, Here's to some stories, some of the crazy moving-ness that happened, which was... (laughs) Uh, 
we had our moving truck cancel on us about halfway through May. So like picture, we're like getting all ready to go, do like booking lots of like final hangouts with people, getting ready for the wedding, um, you know, spending time with family as much as possible, finishing up work. So like so much stuff. And then our moving truck canceled on us <laughs> because they couldn't guarantee that there would be a truck in our city to take us out there. So we had booked it ahead of time, but I guess that doesn't like guarantee you a truck because there wasn't enough people bringing trucks back from Alberta. So everyone was heading out to Alberta uh, with these trucks and they couldn't guarantee that there would be um, enough people driving them back to get them all on the island in time for us to go out there. So really stressful. We were like, what the heck? How are we going to move without a truck? So we tried all these other options. Um, fun fact, not all moving truck rental companies allow you to take a truck across province. So um, that's something definitely to keep in mind if you are ever moving and driving. <laughs> um, and that you booking a truck ahead of time does not guarantee um, that you get it, which was kind of crazy to me, but just how it works. Um, so that was a little bit crazy. And, um, we had to make the decision then whether Josh was going to do this crazy flying out to Edmonton, bringing a truck back from there and then like driving it all the way back to Calgary, like all this craziness. Um, or whether we were going to sell everything we owned (laughs) and put everything we could fit into both of our vehicles and just drive out in our cars. And that would mean that we'd have to sell one of our cars in Alberta because we were going to register one here, um, which is a whole other process. Um, But we ended up deciding to go with the selling all our stuff route. (laughs) We decided this for a few reasons. And most importantly, probably is that a lot of our stuff is pretty easily replaceable. Um, Our old place was, as I said, like our first place together, our first like official living outside of family homes. Um, And it was furnished like that. (laughs) So we had done a lot of shopping on like marketplace and like gotten hand-me-downs from people and stuff so a lot of our stuff was pretty easily replaceable and um, we luckily have family on the island who could store anything extra that we would like to keep that we just couldn't bring out right away um, which was really awesome Um, yeah so that was kind of a crazy decision to make but I'm really glad we did Um, it has definitely meant that we've we had some larger costs when we got here like getting some new furniture it means that our place is not all furnished right now (laughs) like currently we have a desk a chair a couch um, a tv stand and a tv we did bring our tv which was awesome Um, a couple patio chairs and like a, like a table, um, in the living area. And of course a bar cart because I had to buy that on prime day as well. (laughs) And I'm really excited about it. Um, but yeah, so it's like not that much stuff in the place itself. Um, we got a bed to be delivered. That was definitely the hardest thing to part with was just that we had bought a mattress like two and a bit years ago. Um, luckily as far as selling things, we sold quite a bit of stuff, but what was super awesome is our landlords were really amazing. And they said like, we would love to have a furnished suite. Like if you want to leave anything that you don't end up selling, um, you are super welcome to, and we could have like a furnished suite here. So anything you want to leave pretty much, they said, please go ahead and leave, which, um, was actually really nice. Cause it kind of made the whole thing a little lower pressure, um, to sell like literally everything we owned. And it meant that we got to keep things like our TV stand all set up because our TV stand was free. So we just kept it there. Didn't really stress about selling it. So we got to kind of live in our space a little more normally until we moved, which was really nice. So yeah, so that's, so we've now made it to like moving time. 
The wedding was amazing. That was like the weekend before we moved. Um, and it was so beautiful, such an amazing time. Sunday morning, we wake up after the wedding and um, I was very tired <laughs> and hurting a little bit. And we immediately went into packing mode because we had like two and a bit days to pack literally everything and move. So some stuff had been packed already, but obviously because we were taking a lot less with us, we did a lot of the packing right before because a lot of our dishes and stuff we had obviously been using. Um, so, so kind. We had so many people come and help bring us food. Um, huge shout out to Lisa, Josh's mom for coming and helping us clean the oven and all those things. Like so kind. Everyone was amazing. Um, my family brought us like pizza and we all hung out and it was really lovely. It was really nice to be able to see everyone and get some help before we, um, officially drove off. Um, so that was really nice. We, um, it was a lot of work. It was like probably the craziest week of my life, but it was good. Looking back on it, it was like a really good experience. Um, we packed everything into our two cars. We drove all the way to Calgary. Um, Josh, thank God made the executive decision to stop, um, the night before we moved in, uh, in golden and stay in a hotel. So that was amazing. We like got a minute to breathe after some crazy long driving days. And, um, and then we drove like the few hours left into Calgary and moved in on the first. So that worked out really well. Um, we miss our landlords a lot. <laughs> we miss our family a lot. But overall, um, the move has been so good, like so amazing. And I'll kind of get into that um, a little bit in a second here. But overall, just like so good. The moving experience was obviously crazy with the um, moving truck being canceled and like all our stuff being now fit into two vehicles. We now had to sell one of our cars here, which was a bit of a journey. Um but yeah, it was, it was really good. And I am very grateful for the decision and very grateful for all the support we had throughout it. Um, the move-in itself was a little bit intense. <laughs> um, we like brought all our stuff in, uh, which was good and then crashed on our air mattress and we're like so tired. Um, and then kind of headed into the like settling in stage, which is a little bit crazy because obviously there was like business stuff to kind of deal with on my end. There was job stuff to deal with on Josh's end. And then there was like furnishing our home, <laughs> of course, because we had like nowhere to sit for the first few days <laughs> before we went and grabbed a couch. Um, and then there was all the car stuff to deal with. So it was just like a lot of things for the first couple weeks. And then we had our power go out one day and we got stuck outside our building until after midnight like that was the whole thing um like the fob access stopped working just in our building there was like an electricity issue um it got fixed the next day and we did finally end up getting back into our place like midnight that night but it was a little bit intense like it was a little bit crazy and this was again during all of our craziness of moving and job hunting and i was trying to get all my business back and stuff all organized for being in a new province um, so it was a lot, like first couple of weeks were definitely a lot. And I have so much respect for people who move all the time. Like you are all actual champions. I am shocked that you can do that. Um, it, it is so much work, like a ridiculous amount of work. So anyways, I am finally one of those people who understands how intense moving is. Cause I didn't really before. Um, I think this is like an adult coming to terms thing. Um, like a becoming an adult moment, <laughs> Uh, and realizing how insanely difficult moving is. Anywho, um, so yeah, so for anyone who's been kind of asking questions, I definitely have been getting a few questions about like 
where in the city we decided to move, um, what the car process kind of has looked like, what we like about Calgary, what we don't like about Calgary, things like that. Overall, I would say, um, I'll answer kind of a few of these questions actually. Uh, the car thing, I would say it's just more work than you think it's going to be. It's look it up, like get all the details. You're going to need to cancel, you know, your insurance in your old location, um, which is in our case, of course, was ICBC and get new insurance. You're going to need to get your car inspected, which if you have a car that's in pretty good working condition, there will probably be, you know, up to a thousand dollars worth of things that you need to get done um, to make sure that you can move it here. So like, it's expensive, like it's an expensive thing to move a car. It's also expensive, obviously, to sell a car and then buy a new one. So there was that to think about as well. Um, so definitely the car thing is just a little more work than you might think it is. That's definitely what we experienced. Um, we had to get both our cars registered. We became regulars down at our registration office. It's like a 10 minute walk from our house. So we were down there all the time getting like new licenses and all that. So it's expensive to do all that moving stuff over. Um, and it's just going to take time and just like make sure you research all the rules. And I would say the biggest thing for me was like asking the people at the registration office a bunch of questions being like, Hey, just confirming, like once I get this inspection report done, when do I need to bring it into you by? And then they were like, okay, here's the answer. Here's the, some more details, whatever. So I would say like, don't be afraid to ask questions. There's a whole bunch of websites that have information and like it can get confusing. So I found the best thing was, and Josh did a lot of the work to be fair in the first uh, situation because he did his car first um, and then kind of told me what to do. So I was very lucky in that way, but um, I definitely found like reaffirming or like confirming information was definitely key to make sure that we did all the steps properly and that it was, we could put everything through without having to do anything twice or anything like that. So car registration, insurance, inspection, all that kind of thing, it just takes some money and some time to do. So just make sure you're like thinking about that as you um, plan out your move. Um, the, what was the other thing I said that people had asked about? Oh, where in the city we live. So we live in Beltline, which is like pretty much downtown. Um, it's really busy. Like there's lots of stuff going on around us all the time. Um, as I, as I said, like sirens are happening constantly, like lots of things going on. Um, I like it. I we're on the 15th floor, like we're pretty high. Um, so you can definitely, uh, feel kind of above it, which is really nice. I think if we were lower down, we'd feel like more in the middle of the city. There's lots of places we could have moved that were much further away from the city, um, that are beautiful, like super stunning, lovely neighborhoods. Like I'm definitely eyeing up some other neighborhoods for, as we decide to buy and stuff. But um, for right now, I really like being close to stuff. And I think that if that is something you're coming to a new bigger city for, I would recommend kind of an outskirt area here. Like it's pretty easy to walk and get transit and stuff. I have not been here in the winter obviously yet. So I'll keep you posted on that because <laughs> winter I think will be very different in terms of the accessibility and walking. But overall, I'm happy with where we are. Um, it's probably not somewhere I would want to be like super long term, but you never know because I'm enjoying it right now. Like the summer has been super fun. Um, so we'll see in the winter whether I still super feel that. Um, and yeah, I, I think the other neighborhoods we were looking in that I would recommend looking in Calgary specifically would be like Inglewood. It's stunning. Obviously, we've been looking a ton at places there. Uh, just hard to find. Not as much housing there right now. Um, Sunnyside is nice. Bridgeland is nice. Hillhurst is really nice. Kensington is beautiful, like such a nice little spot. Um, I would definitely live near Kensington. We've actually been walking there a ton lately. It's a really cute little neighborhood. Um, yeah, like lots of really nice spots. Those are kind of some of them off the top of my head that we were looking at as we were looking to move. 
Um, yeah, so overall I'm happy and I think there are lots of really cute neighborhoods here and any of the ones I just mentioned would be awesome to look into. Um, and then as far as what we like about Calgary versus what we don't like. So you're going to laugh. I did make a list. So <laughs> things I really like about Calgary, so many things. Josh was so cute the other day. He's like, this is my adopted home. Like, I love it here. And I was like, I kind of agree. Like, it's a really beautiful place to be. And it feels very friendly. It feels very like natural to be here. Uh, for me anyways. And like, probably not everyone feels that way. In fact, lots of people were giving me a hard time about moving here because like, maybe they don't like it as much, but I really like it. I think it's a very like happening spot. Um, it feels very at home for me and for Josh. So that's really nice. I've been really loving that. Um, I wasn't sure if I would feel like that, um, but I do, which I'm really excited about. So first of all, the location. Um, second of all, our space. I really like, like I really like where we live. As I said, there's ups and downs to it, but overall I really like the um, building and the, well, the building's fine, but I really like the actual uh, apartment that we have quite a lot, which is awesome. Um, I like that there is so much to do. Um, I like that there is like always somewhere you could be going and hitting up. Everything's open late. Um, there always seems to be like a new festival. Oh my gosh, just like yawned or something there. It was weird. There's always like a new festival or like market or something happening. So I'm really liking that. Obviously we just had stampedes. There was lots of that. Um, kind of in tandem with that, I'm really liking that the new city is making me like embrace a lot of new things. So meeting new people, trying new activities, um, kind of stepping outside my comfort zone, switching up business schedules. So I have a little bit more time to like do things during the day and stuff. I've been really enjoying that. I think it's challenging me to get out and do new things more, which I'm really liking. Um, Speaking of meeting new people, I've been really loving meeting some new friends. I I have to say, moving would be very different if we hadn't met some amazing people right off the bat. Our awesome friends who got married um, right before we left, a few of their friends who were at the wedding, actually in the bridal party with us even, um, live in Calgary. So we got to like kind of re-meet a few people and reconnect with some people who live in Calgary and they reached out when we got here and um yeah just a lot of really friendly faces and i think it would have been very different if we didn't have that in full transparency like i think it would have been really tricky especially because it took josh a few weeks to find his awesome new job which he is loving which i'm super proud of him like it's such an awesome opportunity really stoked it really validated that reason for moving here um and now he has some awesome team members he's meeting with and you know getting to connect with and meet new people there but because I work at home, um, I didn't have that right off the bat here. So I think that if we hadn't met people kind of right away, it would have really adjusted my experience of the city for sure. Um, so yeah, I've been really trying to say yes to activities and doing things and meeting new people and all those kinds of things, which has been super, super fun. A um, little nerve wracking at times, but very awesome overall. And I'm really grateful to have made those connections super early on. I think it made this move a lot um, a lot better, uh, than if we hadn't had that right away. Um, and then I also love that it's close to the mountains. I know that, uh, I've had a few people joke that, uh, if you move to Calgary for the mountains, you're crazy because obviously Calgary is on like a very flat <laughs> prairie, um, area. But what I love is that like 45 minutes away is like the most stunning, beautiful mountains, lakes, rivers, like the most beautiful, um, maybe that I've ever seen. Like it's so stunning. 
and so nice to get out there and it's like a relatively quick drive honestly I was used to driving pretty far distances actually when we lived on the island just because my parents lived like an hour and a bit away from us and we would go see them all the time um and so definitely uh really used to that kind of drive distance so yeah it's been really really nice uh getting to get out to the mountains and I want to do it even more before it gets uh cold <laughs> so been really loving that um I there's a lot of more things that obviously I really like about Calgary but I want to get into a couple of things I don't love because I think people might think these are funny um the first one's not that funny the first one is that I obviously really miss my family and friends my parents and a few of my sisters got to come out um, and visit for a week or so uh, our first month that we were here, which was so cool. It was so amazing to show them our place, like really show them where we are now and and get to hang out with them. And we took some of them to the stampede and we did hikes. And my mom used to live here when she was like an older teenager, 19, I think, and uh, got to like go visit where she used to work when she lived here for a year or so. And like, that was so special and so neat. So yeah, it was just, it was really cool. Like I'm, I felt so grateful to be able to do that so early um, in us living here. So that was amazing. Um, so my missing them is obviously tempered a little bit because we got to see them really quickly after that. But I really miss my friends, um, really miss family, really miss some of my work colleagues that I, some of my team members that are back in Victoria as well, that we would do like regular drinks nights and stuff. But um, I am super excited about like visits and stuff. I've been chatting on the phone with lots of friends about doing like visits back and forth and that kind of thing. So it is also fun the fact that when we go back or when we go visit people, it's like very intentional. I actually have a friend coming to visit today who is um, coming into Calgary and we're going to hang out and she's going to stay over and like I'm really excited about that. So I love that now when we see people, it also feels a little more intentional um, and you get to like really spend time. Um, so I'm excited about that. It's It definitely makes the whole thing a little easier. Um, yeah, so that's definitely one thing I don't love as much is that I don't get to see all those people I love and care about as much. Um, a couple other things, <laughs> number one, um, casual, like, re like just a, a casual dinner vibe for Mexican food. There is not a lot of good options here that I have found. I have found that there are some like kind of fancier Mexican food places, like kind of a little nicer. Um, which are good and like really good, actually like insane um, and like really beautiful and like very awesome spots. But I think for more like a casual, like you just want some tacos or you just want like a burrito for dinner and you want to like pick it up, there really isn't that compared to where I was on the island. Victoria had some really good spots for that. Um, so that's something I'm kind of missing. I'm a huge Mexican food fan, like ridiculously big fan. So it was definitely a bummer when we were like trying to find something that was a little more casual, a little cheaper. Um, and we really couldn't find anything. So I'm on the hunt. If anyone is listening, who is a Calgarian, obviously give me any recs. Um, and if, uh, you're in Victoria, go like have some cheap, fun tacos for me because <laughs> it's definitely something that I miss about the city there. Um, another thing, I know this is funny that these are all food related. This is something I've noticed about <laughs> the city. Um, another thing I've noticed is that no one can freaking pour a beer here. Like the beer here is really good. Like the beer culture is really awesome. The craft beer culture is great. There's lots of amazing breweries, but everyone who pours beers, it's like either there's a ton of head, like a ton of foam at the top, like quite a lot, like more than I would like. <laughs> um, or they under pour it by like a little bit, like everywhere. There is no place I've gone 
Well, actually, I'm going to give you the one place that I have gone that does actually do a really good job pouring. But almost every single place where I have gotten a beer in Calgary, they have either had the too much foam or under poured. I'm like, this feels crazy. Like, why have I not found somewhere that can pour a proper beer? So that is one thing that I do miss about Victoria is like going out, getting a nice proper beer pour. And I know that sounds silly, but it is something I noticed right away (laughs) when we moved here. The one place I have found in Calgary that does do quite a good beer pour, has great beer, great vibes, like awesome, cheap beer too, compared to what lots of the other places charge, is Cold Garden in Englewood. I would say they have so far been my favorite beer pour, favorite vibes, and cheapest um, good craft beer. So that's a wreck, I guess, also mixed in with that. Um, And I think that one thing I want to touch on um, about business kind of before I hit the end of this podcast, which is probably like ridiculously long. Um, So my apologies if um, you were hoping for something a little shorter like the last one. Um, But the one thing I was going to touch on in the business area is that, as I said, there was a lot of work done, put into like figuring out the registration stuff, figuring out the license stuff of being a business in the city, um, letting clients know ahead of time so that they could book things in person with me, did a lot of that, um, announcing on social media, updating all my addresses. Um, That probably doesn't sound like a lot and it really isn't compared to moving an actual brick and mortar business or like a service-based business, home-based business, all those kinds of things. But I'm technically a contractor that does all my work on my computer, um, except for my photography, obviously, uh, where I do like in-person shoots, but almost everything else I do directly in my home on my computer. And so that's why a lot of the stuff that had to be done was more announcement stuff, getting the back end legal things figured out. Um, it wasn't as much like moving anything physically, which I'm very grateful for. And like, obviously this business format, um, allows me to do that, which I, um, very much appreciate and acknowledge. Um, But I think the thing that I didn't realize would be so tricky to do right off the bat and I thought would be a little bit quicker moving and that I thought I would just acknowledge is the um, creating a network in a new city is like definitely a task. I had a really amazing and quite large business network in um, Victoria where I was before. And I think that coming to a new city, I thought I would like reach out to a few people on Instagram and like go to maybe an event or two and just like start building out this network and have it feel like really easy and nice. And it has not been like that. Like friends wise, it's been really amazing, like a lot better than I was picturing. But the business network stuff has definitely taken a little bit longer. It's something I'm like having to kind of actively work on, like seeking out people on LinkedIn or people on Instagram or um, like looking for networking events and stuff that are really focused in the city. Um, And I just think it's it's a mindset adjustment that building out a network, whether it's friends, whether it's work, um, it takes time in a new place. And this is something that obviously I'm doing for the first time. And um, it's definitely something I've noticed that needs like actual work, like you need to put in the time to do it. And um, it's, I miss my network for sure, my amazing um, network of people and businesses in Victoria. But I'm also really excited this challenge, like just because it's a little bit trickier and taking a little longer than I was maybe initially hoping. Um, it's also nice to know, like I'm kind of flexing some skills I haven't used in quite as long, which is the like cold reach outs, the like connecting with people on a personal level in a new place and like trying to, you know, be able to talk about what I do and, and, and and do all of that. And I think it's just a skill and a a challenge that I'm kind of excited to work on. 
Um, it just needs intentional time that you put towards it. And that's just something I'm realizing and um, actively going to have to work on. So I now have specific times in my week where I'm like dedicating to doing more of that. I'm going to have to go to a few more events and like connect with people um, and just become more used to talking about me and my business in natural conversation and stuff as well. Just letting people know what I do really casually, probably have to get some business cards printed up again, that kind of thing, just to build out, especially for photography clients. Um, that's specifically what I'm talking about mostly. Um, and just like website copywriting and those kinds of projects that um, I'm really excited to take on more of for like more small businesses in the city, that kind of thing. So it's definitely just something I'm being quite aware of. And um, I'm very lucky because uh, I have a, a very large uh, client, obviously, that I work with most of the time, which I mentioned in the last episode. Um, and I uh, do a lot of work through them and with their clients as well. So I'm really lucky that I, I didn't need to like completely get a new set of clients or anything. This is more for... Um, like a small portion of the work that I would be doing each week. And so I'm very lucky in that capacity, um, which is why we could move pretty easily um, and bring my work with me. So yeah, so I, I'm very lucky in that way. And it means that the network is like built out for kind of different reasons. It's building out my photography um, connections and it's building out my copywriting connections um, and just like establishing myself more in the city. Um, so yeah, so that's just something I wanted to maybe mention is that it's not like you just move here and like you have all these new clients and it's all easy and awesome, which maybe no one else thought, but um, is good to definitely notice and acknowledge. Um, but same with like looking for a new job somewhere, it's like the same similar thing. Um, so it's just, yeah, something to always keep in mind. Anyways, as you can tell, um, I wasn't joking when I said I could talk a lot and the name of this podcast becomes even more pertinent as we record more episodes because it just shows that I always have a little bit extra to say or a little bit extra to add. Um, and so having that parentheses being the name really does make sense, um, for a podcast like this. So I hope, um, today's episode was insightful. I hope it was maybe entertaining. Um, I hope that you are having an amazing day, whether you're driving in your car or doing a workout or um, get, getting emails done or whatever you're doing today. I hope that I kept you company for the past while here and thank you again so, so much for listening. I really, really appreciate it. I'm so excited to put together more episodes. This one was again, a little bit more on the personal side, which I'll definitely mix in with more of the business ones, the marketing and branding and copywriting and all of that. Um, yeah, I think I'll sign off now and, um, go make myself another cup of coffee and maybe do some cleaning in my house is probably next step for the day. So hope you all have a fantastic rest of your week and I will talk to you next time.